Hello and welcome to the Self-Assured and Savvy Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Zelenchak, and I'm so excited you're here. Each week, I'm going to share with you what's working and what's not working in discovering the power of self-leadership. My goal with each episode is for you to feel excited and empowered to navigate your life with less stress, more confidence, and a whole lot of grace. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey friends, welcome back to the Self-Assured and Savvy podcast. I am so excited to kind of be jumping on here today. I am having a bit of like inspired action when it's coming to uh, this podcast topic. Um, And it's really, this conversation is really happening amongst me and my colleagues right now at work because we are kind of, well not kind of, we are going through a transition period and just kind of talking about different different mentors and leaders and things that we've had in our lives, especially in the workplace and what makes someone a good boss, you know, and like, um, like kind of like having evaluating ourselves because we are in leadership roles within our workplace. And so it's, it's bringing up some really, really good conversations, um, just kind of about like what makes a good boss, what doesn't make a good boss, you know, what are examples that we have? So it's, it's really fun. And I love talking about leadership. I love talking about like self-development and, and growth. And I am definitely a uh, manager, like a people manager. Um, I love my team immensely, but I am thankful for literally all the fucking struggles that I dealt with early on in my like management career to bring me to where I am now. Having like an amazing team who like respects me, we get things done. I respect them. We all have fun. Everyone feels empowered and confident. Like it's like I love, 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 love that shit. But a common thread that comes up when we're when we're discussing what makes a good leader, like, but sit with me for a second. Like, we have all, like, we have all had bad bosses. Like, think about it. I remember, like, being a teenager and working at, like, a fast food joint and having, like, an absolute asshat of a boss, you know? But I was 16 at the time and I didn't really understand, like, kind of dynamics and I was probably equally a shithead, you know? Um, I, I've had some pretty, pretty terrible bosses. But then on the flip side of that, I've had bosses who have been amazing. I've had bosses who, you know, it just felt like they saw me, they they saw my potential or my growth and they poured into me so that I started to feel empowered and confident, you know, and I was able to look up to them as a mentor. And I'm, I'm sure as I'm kind of describing this, you have had that experience in your life. You've had the shitty bosses. You've had the people who like your boss can make or break your job. You know, not even necessarily a boss, just someone who's kind of higher up than you or even someone who's more senior than you, someone that you look up to, you know, or someone who's, yeah, considered quote unquote higher than you in the like totem pole of your workplace. Um, And if they're shitty, they literally like you, you dread going into work, you get into fights, you're triggered by them, you know, you're genuinely annoyed or you refuse to work with them, you know, like, we've all had that, that boss or that like senior person. But then on the flip side, you've had the good ones, like the really, really good ones, like, (laughs) like kind of altered your brain chemistry, good leader. (laughs) Um, so one thing about me when it comes to like being in a leadership role, my goal, I'm not trying to be the best. I'm not trying to be the best leader, you know, for everybody. I mean, that's kind of, stick with me. I'm not contradicting myself. So I'm not trying to be the best leader, the most sought after, you know, what I am trying to do is like lead authentically and lead 
in a way that feels true to me. Um, and have, I, I have expectations for my team and I not only have expectations for them, I have ex- expectations for myself, but I want to cultivate an environment where my team can thrive and I can celebrate their diversity. Um, I can lean on them. I can trust them. I can give them things that make them feel excited to come to work, a safe space, you know, like I, I, I love being able to have that, like trust with my team. Like I have had Oh, I could tell you of all the like terrible horror stories and things that I've dealt with. But like the team that I have now, I I love this is um, I don't get like BS excuses from them. I mean, I probably do here and there, but like it's not their default go to thing. Like I don't have people just randomly like calling me being like, I'm sick and can't come into work, you know, like they, they know they can reach out to me and say, Hey, I need a day. I'm genuinely feeling under the weather. I've got my shift covered or like, I'm, I'm sorry, is there, can you help me get my shift covered? You know, I, and I have a way more respect for, for that being like, you know what? Thanks for telling me that you needed rest. I absolutely can help you get this covered or so on and so forth. And that's just like literally a small example. So me, I'm not always trying to be the best boss, but I definitely want to be a boss and a leader that um, people can come to, they can look to me, um, as like a, a guide, a guide, I can be a mentor to them. Um, that's definitely what I want to do. So with knowing that context of the conversations we are having at work, me and my colleagues who are all in leadership roles, we are talking about what makes good leaders, like what makes people good. And, um, the, like I said, there's been one common thing and the thing that has stood out to me, you know, and that, that I do, that I see my colleagues do and that when I look back at my good bosses, this is what they did, is they walked the walk. You know, like their, their words aligned with their actions, their pattern of behaviors were supported by their words. You know, like when I think of a bad boss or something like that, or the, the bad bosses that I've had in the past, um, they have either said one thing or done another, been very undermining, um, or not supportive or very dismissive, you know? Um, and when I think about good leaders, I think about the ones that like, if they said they were going to do something, even just if it's in the smallest, smallest thing, like people watch you watch the people who are above you, like a hawk, the people who are below you watching like a hawk. (laughs) Um, but when they say something like, Oh, you know, I'll, I'll call you back at 10 a.m. tomorrow, you know, and then, and then they don't, even though it's not the biggest thing in the world, you kind of take an inventory of that, like, hmm, like a mental inventory of like, hmm, said you're going to do the thing and you didn't. And then it can snowball and it can just grow and grow and grow until it's like bigger and bigger things. And then obviously problems are, are festering from that. But when we, we talk about this, it's like, yeah, good leaders, they, they live in integrity, they live up to their values and they, like, it, I would never ask my team to do something that I'm not willing to do. And it's not saying that, like, I, I, I don't manage my team in a way of I'm above them. And I definitely, whenever I'm doing anything, I'm keeping in mind the actual operation of their job. Now, some people in management, you management, like, kind of up there, you, you hire people, like, you hire people team leaders, managers, or supervisors underneath you to help support your staff so that they go, it's like, like a triangle. It's not a pyramid scheme, but it's just like, you need a solid base. And I would not be able to do my job that I do 
And I would not be able to do it well without my team. And I am so forever grateful for them. I'm so forever grateful for the the relationships that we've created. Like, knock on wood, I really haven't had turnover in a year and a half, almost two years. Like, I do have an employee who's quitting, but it's just because she is taking the opportunity to go back home and for the first time in years, obviously, which I'm like, please do spend as much time with your family when you're back. Like, you are rehired. Like, you're amazing, you know? So I have that relationship where it's people want to come here. They thrive. They enjoy their time. Like we have fun at work. And I also love the moments where I get to like have those one-off conversations with my staff where they are telling me kind of about their dreams and aspirations. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how can I support you in that? Like that sounds so freaking exciting or I'm so, that's so cool. Or, you know, that fits so well with you. And I genuinely get so excited for them. And I'm like, you know what? who I am right now for you and your your journey of your life. I am a stepping stone for you or I'm a, a chapter in your book and I want to make it a good freaking chapter. I want to make it a chapter that you remember that you come back to. You know, like I I love that. And I love when I'm able to connect with my team or even just really connect with anyone else. Um, and not only am I pouring into them in that sense, I am also leading in that way. I am showing them that it is great to go after your goals. You know, it you don't like for me with self-assurance savvy, I'm kind of um, trailblazing the way of this like self-leadership thing because I do believe it starts with you. Like truly, if you want to accomplish anything in life, like if you have a vision for yourself, you can't wait for anyone to annoy you. You can't wait for anyone to tell you it's okay to go after that that goal, whatever it might be. I am learning that it starts with you. It starts by putting one foot in front of the other. It starts by taking action towards your goals and having it's not even having the full clarity or the full picture just drawn out in front of you. It's just knowing to take the first step. And I know we live in a society right now where that perfectly beautiful curated aesthetic on Instagram is celebrated. And don't get me wrong. I love me a good Pinterest aesthetic routine. You name it. Like I I love that. But that's not in my life right now. You know, I I want it, but it's not necessarily going to support me. But how can I infuse little bits of that into my life? So I love like, like living up to my words of walking the walk. You know, I'm, I'm telling my team, yeah, go after these things, do these amazing things. I, I support you. I'm cheering you on. I can't wait to, to celebrate you. I want to be a great boss for you. I want to, I want to make sure that this workplace is a, is a place that you enjoy coming to work. But on the flip side of that, I need to give myself that. And I do. And I think it is one of the things that makes me good at my job, like the thing that I get paid to do, but it also trickles out into my life, like my personal life. I have friends that reach out to me or say, hey, I I see you doing these things and you know, that's so cool or that's so bold. Like I've had so many people like reach out and be like, you've started a podcast? How? And I'm like, I just did. I mean, I could, (laughs) I still experience lots of mental blocks and like things with it but it's almost there's something fun something I'm gamifying and I don't I can't really pinpoint it right now but I'm like gamifying it when I when I experience those emotions come up or that imposter syndrome of like who am I to do this who am I to start a podcast or who am I to have these goals of like wanting to be a multi-passionate person like run a successful like um, consulting business or speaking gig, you know, um, and then also on the flip side, go and chase my dreams of being a, a, a sought after event planner. Like, who am I to do that? But 
I'm, I know, and I'm learning, and especially in my year of implementation, that I can do that. I can have that, but I just have to start taking small baby steps towards that. Cause I know on the flip side of the negative, like I know I could be a really crappy person really easily. And just in small crappy actions, like I said before, things can starts really small subconsciously and they can snowball out of the way. So I know that the negative can take, take root, but I'm choosing to believe in my dream. I'm choosing to be better. I am choosing to be the leader that I want to see. I'm choosing to be the leader that makes up for the times I makes up for the times that I've dealt with all the shitty bosses. I'm choosing to be the leader that, you know, 16 year old Amy working at a fast food joint needed, even though at the time she didn't know she needed that, you know, (laughs) that's what I'm working towards. So that's why at work with my colleagues, when we talk about what makes great leaders great, and it's, it's their actions. It's having when their words align with their actions and they're they're walk they're talking the talk, but they're also walking the walk. And all it this concept as well bleeds into my personal life. And it honestly is a way that I've I do not have unshakable or undeniable confidence, but I definitely have more undeniable confidence. I definitely have more undeniable confident days than I don't. You know, and, and it it started smaller. I'm had a realization on my hot girl walk this evening, which is like a little nod to myself. And I guess this podcast episode is going to turn into that where I can have this as like a little like diary timestamp point where I can maybe look back at this podcast episode in a year and, and listen to where I am and what I'm talking about and see where I grow. But um, where I'm at in my life and what I'm doing and the, the kind of the moves I'm making and the relationships that I'm cultivating in a past version of me prayed for this. Like a past version of me wanted this so bad and I'm, I'm here, I'm doing it, I'm living it. You know, it's, it's really exciting and having that realize, like just kind of grasping that thought, like, wow, the Amy five years ago would have done anything to be in my position right now. And here I am, you know? So I, I want to celebrate myself for that. And I want to celebrate the work that I've done and know, like, and I also want to, yes, I, I want to be able to, to give you the permission to go after those dreams, to do the, to be the leader that you want to see in your life. You know, like don't need to wait around for anyone to anoint you. It's like, go after it. And just knowing that you're human, you're going to fumble. There are going to be days where shit's real, you know? Um, but there is still beauty in pushing through that day. You know, even as, as crappy as it can be, there is beauty in, coming out on the other side or choosing to do something that you know will will bring you a, a step closer. I know it's so cheesy and I, I think it was the book Atomic Habits <clears throat> where it talks about being 1% better each day. Either way, wherever that like 1% better each day kind of mentality was birthed, there is, you can like read those words or see like a, a curated Instagram post about it, like be better, 1% better each day. And it's like a person climbing up a mountain and you're like, yeah, that looks great and fine and dandy. And like, don't get me wrong, there is power in seeing that positive propaganda, but seeing it and understanding it are like two wildly different things. And in under, in order to understand it, you have to start putting your words into action, getting your, your, your hopes, your dreams, your goals out there, um, getting curious and getting clear on 
how you want to lead your life and how you want to feel and how you want your future to look, you know, giving yourself that roadmap, giving your brain that roadmap to work towards. Cause when you, when you kind of have an end goal, like when you, you'll never be your future self, you will always be evolving and growing, but even just having a a rooted feeling of what you want to feel when you accomplish said thing, or when you reach that thing or when you want to lead and and show up and be confident be your most authentic self or whatever it might be when you actually have that that vision and you've gotten clear on it you then can start to take action towards that and let me tell you that is one of the most beautiful ways to build confidence it's not easy it is not you will bump up against resistance you will bump up against being misunderstood you will bump up against people kind of side-eyeing you or looking at you one way or or not really understanding why you want to better yourself or why you want to do this or why you're so fiercely proud of being a good boss, you know, or why you're chasing after those goals. And that's okay. Not everyone is meant to understand it. You're meant to understand it, but not everyone is. And I listened to a podcast recently um, where it talked about be willing to be misunderstood and I don't know, that just resonated so much with me. And it's such a beautiful thing that it's like, yeah, okay. I can be like, this conversation has sparked from the workplace. And you know what? We spend a lot of our fucking time at the workplace. And, but I think it's a beautiful lesson of how it can trickle out into your your personal life. Because I do believe that you can have like a work-life harmony. I'm actually reading a really beautiful book about it right now. I'll probably talk about it down down the road, but it is, it is possible to have that harmony between the two, but it's cool. It's cool to the lessons that you learn from work. And like, for me, I'm, I'm very, I'm like a very curious and like, Hmm, I've learned that at work and now it's applying in my real life and it's working. Ooh, interesting. Um, yeah, that's my, that's my hot take on that. So the moral of the story, when I say it is arguably the most important trait when it comes to leadership, and it's when you talk the talk, you walk the walk. When you, your actions are aligned with your words. So, so powerful. Anyways, that is my inspired episode that is coming at you today. I hope that there was something of value in this for you. Um, I mean, if there is, please let me know, slide into my DMs, take a screenshot and share it to your stories and let me know kind of what your biggest takeaway was. I would love to hear from you um, because it would, it would mean nothing more that you, you took value from this or you saw that it's like, it's cool, you know? <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning in and I Can't wait to see you next week. Bye for now.